SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The Sports Grid Radio Network. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza on this NFL Draft Day. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. We have everything you're going to need uh, for tonight's round one of the NFL Draft. We got round one tonight. We got rounds two and three tomorrow. Then we got the rounds three through seven on Saturday. Why get it all done in one day when you can, uh, you know, carry this out through three days? Not only two, but three days. Uh, we'll do our NBA stuff. We'll do our baseball Baseball stuff. We'll do our opposite picks later this hour as well. Uh, I got my mock draft, Mr. Vegas' mock draft. We got some winners uh, pertaining to some of the props uh, with the draft, uh, according to FanDuel lines, and uh, we'll do it all. We got our uh, six-team parlay. We had two of them going last night. We'll see how that goes uh, as well. So a lot to get to. We'll zip through uh, this final hour. No YouTube again today. I'm having some issues with uh, with our uh, video feed, so hopefully we'll get that uh, up and running. So I know a lot of people have emailed me, but uh, not our full. Uh, things happen. It's 2021, and we're trying to do uh, one thing in 17 different places. So hopefully we'll have that up and running tomorrow. You know, a couple of stories here uh, before we get into the NFL draft. Real quickly, just to recap things for our new uh, viewers slash listeners. Uh, NBA, as you may have just heard, Suns did win last night, beat the uh, Clippers 109-101. to They clinched a playoff spot. Now move more importantly, three up on the Clippers in the loss column to win the division, the Pacific. So hopefully you're holding on to that 16-to-1 ticket we told you to buy two months ago on FanDuel. Cha-ching, cha-ching, looking real good with eight games left. Utah blows out the Queens, 154-105. to Yikes. Uh, Denver nearly blows a 10-point lead in the final minute and a half. Boy, we saw this the other day with uh, who was facing Washington. Or no, Houston. Who was facing Houston? I forget who it was. Same thing, laying four. You're up 10 uh, with about a minute and change left, and they only win by two. Uh, as one of the guys, uh, P.J. Dozier, misses two free throws with a half a second left. We had one final chance to, to get at least a push, and Denver couldn't do it. They win, but laying four, that, that's a toughie. Jailblazers over the Grizz, 131-09. Knicks win last night uh, as they blow out the Bulls, 113-94. And uh, the Lakers lose again. Wizards, triple-double machine. Russell Westbrook does it again. A triple-double now in 13 of his last 15. I forgot. Yesterday was kind of a crazy day. I was getting my generator installed, so I didn't have time to put all the props that I wanted to with the hockey stuff. Sorry about that, guys. I'll do that later on today. Uh, and I forgot to look. Not, not forgot. I, I didn't have any power for most of the day as they were hooking up my uh, my house generator. Um, and I, so I didn't know what Russell Westbrook was for a triple-double, but I'm guessing it would have been any you know like it's been over the last couple of times, minus 120, minus 140. Again, another easy triple-double. Had it after three quarters, 18, 18, and 14. Man, that is the easiest bet in the world. Wow. If they continue to put uh, the Wiz in action later on tonight, 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, but every game, he he has just set an NBA record for most triple doubles in one quarter. No, they're not on the schedule. Um, that's his 13th triple double for the month of January. How about that? Uh, hockey last night, um, you got a couple late scores. The big game, Vegas beat Colorado, although half the team for Colorado is out. But still, uh, teams one and two in, in the West Division. Vegas wins it five to two. Tough loss for the the, the Twinkie Juniors, the Wild. Uh you know how many times a team blows a 3-1 lead? Uh, they blew it last night in the, in the third period. St. Louis scores three times in the third, including one with about 20 seconds left. And the uh, Blues rally and win 4-3. to three. That was a tough one. That 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 hurt. Uh, I got to tell you, that did hurt. Uh, Sharks beat the Coyotes. Who cares? 4-2. Ducks over the uh, Kings. 3-2. Who cares? There. Uh, Edmonton beat Winnipeg 3-1. And Ottawa 6-3 over Vancouver. Uh, that that That... Had Vegas, we we like that, but I also like Minnesota as well. And that's heading three one into the third. I'm looking pretty good, but not to be. Stanky's win last night. His Oriole team is pathetic. Uh, our Red Sox though beat Jacob Degrom. What else is new? Who pitches well enough to lose again? What else is new? Cha ching cha ching on the Red Sox. Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until uh, seven a.m. Eastern time. Just getting underway. We'll get into all the NFL draft stuff uh, in the next segment. We got our mock draft. We got all our prop plays and and who I think is going to go where and why. And, and everything else. Just trying to give a quick little recap on all the other stuff first up. Dodgers break out of a little funk. They shut out the Reds 8 to nothing. More shutouts yesterday. Uh, Reds get shut out 1. Mets get shut out 2. Orioles get shut out 3. A's get shut out 4. Cubs get shut out 5. And uh, that's it. <coughs> only 5. Again, only 2 days this year. This baseball season, only 2 out of 28 have we not had a shutout, at least one shutout? And we had five more last night. Amazing. And again, you can count on one hand uh, how many teams had uh, double digits in uh, hits. Twins at 13-1, Royals 12-2, Stankies 12-3, Nats 11-4, Braves 18-5. And the Padres 15-6. Uh, still two hands, uh, unless you got an extra finger. Uh, so six teams only out of all the teams that played last night with, with the – Double digits and hits. Forget about runs and, and just hits. It's just amazing. As I told you before, if you bet the run hits and errors, you got yourself two extra winners versus run totals. Don't do run totals. I'm telling you, do the run hits and errors. You're buying yourself some extra value. That is the way to go. Uh, Bryce Harper gets hit in the face. Ooh, did that hurt? No, that 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 absolutely absolutely had to hurt for sure. Um, but it is what it is. So. All right, we'll take a break, come back. I mean, he's okay, though. He, he sent out a video saying he's fine. And uh, we'll get into our NFL draft stuff. All that's next. I got props. I got our mock draft. It's in, uh, uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Opposite picks, hour number two, underway in this Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At once, and now Clemson from its own eight. A play fake to Travis Etienne, and a deep throw by Trevor Lawrence. He hits Amari Rogers. Tight ends into the game. Lawrence, quarterback, keeper, and in for six. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
Yes, you are. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Here's Julie Scott Wetzel sitting in, as we always do, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 a.m. Eastern Time, Sunday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So uh, let us take out our uh, mock drafts, shall we, and figure out who's going where and why. First up, I will tell you, kind of getting lost in the shuffle yesterday, is that Tampa Bay re-signed Antonio Brown. Not a bad price, too. Uh, One-year deal worth up to $6.5 million, which means that's not obviously all guaranteed. So I, I'm, I'm curious to know, did Tampa Bay outbid everybody? Was no one willing to go even $6.5 million for Antonio Brown? And that, that's worst-case scenario, which is really best-case scenario because that means he's played well. Uh, or is his off-the-field stuff still a major concern? They still don't have any trust in him, despite him being uh, Mr. Good at Two Shoes with Tampa Bay last year. He seems to realize they don't have a Tom Brady to keep him in line. Uh, or are just teams just, you know what, uh, they don't want him, uh, whatever the case may be. Or is uh, did he take a hometown discount to return to Brady and, and Tampa Bay? I'd, I'd be curious to see because uh, i got to tell you, $6.5 million for a, a wide receiver of his caliber is pretty cheap, but... That said, you know, kudos to Tampa Bay. They basically re-signed all their key guys from last year's championship team. And people didn't think that was going to be possible with the salary cap situation and everything else. But they got them all back. They got Gronk. They got the, you know Leonard Fournette back. They got Antonio Brown back. I mean, they, they got them all. Amazing. All right, mock draft. Here we go. Here's who Mr. Vegas yours truly sees uh, going where. Uh, Jacksonville, we all know Trevor Lawrence. All right, I think he's a little overrated. I, I'm not saying he's going to be awful. Um, I'm just my the jury is still out for me with Trevor Lawrence. I you know I just I don't see it. I don't see the hype. I I just don't. Um, you know he, he's lost two out of the three biggest games he's played in. You know outplayed by Mac Jones, outplayed by Justin Fields. Uh, he's playing with NFL players up and down the lineup, but, you know, he, he looks like I don't know what. You know, he got married. He may be distracted. He tells the world he's not really into football that that much. I, you know, I, I just, uh, I don't know. Now, you got a head coach who's coming back out of, uh, you know, coming back from retirement. So you, you really got to wonder where his mind is at. And now you got a quarterback who throws it out there like, eh, you know, I, I can give or take football. I like it. I, I don't mind going to the bank every Friday with a seven-figure paycheck. You know, yeah, I love football. You know, and you got a head coach who says the same thing. Well, you know, I'm, I'm happy at home and working on the three-letter network, four-letter network, five-letter network, wherever he was last year, making a nice figure, but you want to pay me $10, 15000000 million to run your franchise? Oh, okay, why not? It's a bad setup down in Jacksonville, but he's going one. Jets taking Zach Wilson to BYU quarterback number two. He looks like a little snot, doesn't he? Eh, you know, I I can't wait for the Dolphins to slap him around a little bit. He he just I want to I want to slap that smirk off his face. Welcome to the NFL. All right, you're playing in, in BYU. You're you're playing a bunch of uh, you know sisters of the poor here. Uh, welcome to the NFL. I uh, he he he's got that little. You know, some guys have the it factor and all this. Other. He's got the factor of you just want to like you know sack him twelve times a game. 49ers, uh, speaking as a Dolphin fan, 49ers, I wouldn't do this. This is not necessarily things I would do. This is how I think it's going to play out. Uh, I think they're taking Mac Jones. You know, if you look at FanDuel as any kind of indication on where they think things are going, 
They have him as a monster three to one favorite to be the third overall pick. Uh, they, they clearly think that the any kind of decision, indecision, whatever the case may be for them is out the window. It, it appears that uh, you know that the, he is going to be the third pick for uh, San Francisco. I think he's going to be a bust. I mean, you know, I may I may be undecided on. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, but I am decided on Matt Jones. I don't think he's going to be any good. I just don't. But that's where I think they're going to go, so it is what it is. Uh, Next up, the fourth overall pick, Atlanta, Kyle Pitts. Would I take him fourth? No. I do love him, though. So I don't necessarily have a big-time problem with it. They did sign a couple, including Hayden Hurst, tight ends this offseason. Do they need him? No. But here's why I think more than anything else they're going to take him. Because when you've had a guy like Tony Gonzalez on your team for a long time, albeit different regime, but eh, same organization, you've seen how good tight ends can be. And when you see a guy that might be the next Tony Gonzalez, literally, it's like, wow, you know what? Let's go for it. Normally, don't take a tight end this high, but look how good Gonzalez was for us for, for five, six, seven, eight years, whatever it was. So that's why I think the Falcons will take him. The Bungles, I'm going to go with symmetry here for the next two picks. I think the Bungles, uh, Cincinnati, are going to take Jamar Chase. I think they're going to team him up with his former teammate, Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, they can use an offensive lineman, but they can use a lot of things. You know, they can use a wide receiver too because they don't have a big time wide receiver. Uh, you know, Ross, they they let go. That was a bust. So why not? You want to make Burrow happy? You want to have some kind of something going for this team, which you need to do in the division with Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and the Browns with Baker Mayfield and Pittsburgh just being Pittsburgh. You got to come up with something. So I, I think Chase is going to go five, and I think the Dolphins are going to use the same philosophy uh, with, with two attacks. I. I think they're going to go Devontae Smith, and I'd be okay with that. Um, I, I think they envision a Tyreek Hill. He's smaller than small, but, you know, get him in the weight room. Stick some roids in him. You know, get him to team up with Alex Rodriguez. That's all. Just call Alex up and have him be your personal trainer. You know, beef him up a little bit. You could always put weight on. No, no big deal. This kid was a man against boys last year. He he was phenomenal. So I would have no problem. And I, I think game thing, symmetry, two attacks. Even though Smith kind of called out to a, a few weeks back saying he really wasn't as good as Matt Jones. But that said... Uh, he'll he'll learn to live with Tua. So I think the Dolphins go there. they got to get him some weapons. They have absolutely no weapons for him to throw to. Uh, Detroit, you know, the Lions being the Lions, uh, they'll take the Oregon lineman, uh, Panay Sewell. Um, not a bad pick. I personally don't take offensive linemen in the first round. But leave it to the Lions to get a blah guy, to block for new quarterback Jared Goff, right? It kind of fits in with that rough and tough attitude that they supposedly want to install. Give us a big, fat offensive lineman who's going to mow down people. So not the worst pick in the world. He drops to the Lions. At 8, uh, Carolina, you know, uh, despite getting Sam uh, McDo- uh, Sam Darnold, uh, sees Justin Fields fall into their lap. And I think they take Fields. Uh, Denver? I don't know what they're really thinking quarterback-wise. Are they really handing the quarterback's position to Teddy Bridgewater? Is he really going to compete with with the with Drew Locke? I mean, does it's you know what's worse than one garbage, uh, two pieces of garbage? I don't know. But they're in a division that has Kansas City that throws the ball all over the place, the Raiders that throw the ball all over the place, and the Chargers with Justin Herbert who will throw the ball all over the place. They got to get themselves a defensive back. I think uh, the, the Alabama defensive back Patrick Sertain goes here. I think Dow's a little pissed off. They missed out on Sertain by one pick. Uh, take linebacker Micah Parsons. Um, does Dallas have any healthy linebackers? You know, Sean Lee just retired. Van Der Esch is always hurt. Uh, I mean, the kid from Notre Dame, Smith, always hurt. They, they, 
a lot. It's got to be a linebacker. Uh, so Dallas would parse him. Giants at eleven. Um, they got to protect Daniel Jones. So I think they'll get the uh, offensive tackle with Sean Slater out of Northwestern. They signed a, a slew of wide receivers. Uh, they got Barkley. They don't have to go there. Their defense improved quite a bit last year. Wouldn't be surprised a defensive player, but Daniel Jones is a, is a stick in the mud. Uh, they have to do everything possible to improve that situation. Eagles, uh, Najee Harris, the running back. little high. I understand that, but you know what? Uh, they, they're going to hand the football team over to Jalen Hurts. they got to get him some weapons running and receiving. They, they used some draft choices last year on wide receivers, and I think they kind of envision him as a Derrick Henry of the NFC. You know, just like uh, the Ohio State quarterback Fields is being held back because of all the Ohio State failed quarterbacks in the NFL, I think Harris is being lifted up because of the success of Derrick Henry. Two Alabama running backs. So I think Henry, or I think, excuse me, <laughs> I think Harris will go to Philadelphia. We'll finish out our top 15 next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Looking for the deep ball. Touchdown, Ohio State. Garrett Olsen. To find the open receiver. Second and three. Puck fake. And a long downfield throw. Jump ball. Catch made. Touchdown. Olave. Playoffs. Justin Fields goes back to work. First and ten off play action. He's going to take a shot down the sideline. Drops it in with a flag down. Olave's got a touchdown. All right, some of the highlights there. Fox Sports, uh, four-letter network. I think CBS was thrown in there uh, as well as uh, we get set for the NFL draft. We're doing our uh, mock draft. Yours truly, Mr. Vegas. Uh, let you know, and I guarantee you. Well, I can guarantee you. know, should never use the word guarantee. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I bet you. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't really use the word bet. Uh, I think. Uh, you shouldn't think, just do. Um, you know what? Uh, let's see how well we do versus the so-called insiders. How about that? So we last left you with the Philadelphia Eagles taking Najee Harris. And I do. I, I think the fact that Ohio State has had nothing but failed NFL quarterbacks has told them back Justin Fields. I'm not doing it. I bought it last one. I bought it to plenty of them. Last one was Dwayne Haskins two years ago, and I told him never again. Never again. I don't care what numbers. I don't care how great. They all look great. They all look spectacular. They're all different. They're all this. They're all that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, show it to me. Fool me once, uh, shame on you. Fool me 5,000 times, shame on me. So, and I think Harris, to the other side of the coin, is being elevated by some of the recent success of some of these Alabama running backs, i.e. Derrick Henry. So, because I actually like the ATN ATN, uh, better uh, than I do Harris. But I think he's going to go to Philadelphia. Uh, A little high there at 12, but... That's okay. Chargers next up on our clock. J.C. Horn, the corner out of South Carolina. Uh, C. Denver Broncos pick. Same thing. Same division. 
KC throws the ball all over the place. Oakland throws the ball all over the place. You know, Denver has a couple decent wide receivers. Uh, they're clearly trying to upgrade their quarterback situation, not so they can hand the ball off. They want to throw the ball all over the place. Uh, Chargers have weapons. Their defense is pretty good. Uh, this a nice shutdown corner, hard to find, and he may be the best of the bunch. So I think uh, Horn goes to the Chargers. Uh, the Vikings in Minnesota, Quiddy Pay, the uh, Michigan edge rusher, that Michigan defense, or the uh, Minnesota defense, uh, the Michigan defense too, for that matter, was just atrocious last year. They have come way back to the pack. So, uh, again, they're in a division in which you got Aaron Rodgers. They're in a division in which you got the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff, who figured to be throwing the football all over the place, not so much with the Bears. Uh, but I, I think that's a nice fit there. And then, you know, the Wingland Patriots at 15, sitting there, you know, it's Bill Belichick, and always, things always seem to work out for the Patriots. There's quarterback Trey Lance falling down to them at 15. And I think he goes to the Patriots. So those are our top 15 picks. Everything else after that's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, but I, I think that's how things play out. And we'll see how well or how poorly we do uh, when everything is said and done later on. All right, we got some props here. Some I like, uh, some I love, and some are just kind of there, fun to take. One uh, I love. Devontae Smith, and here's a, you know, and just let me double check because example number one of, of many that I tell you, shop around, right? And I'm not talking about shop around other sites. I'm talking about shopping around on FanDuel because if you go to, oh boy, I want this job. I do want this job. Uh, player over unders, no. Positions, no. Where did I see it? Uh, road with totals, no. First player pick, no. Uh, position, first player, no. I saw top 10. Um, first player, no. Nah, no, I can't find it. Uh, they, they got a, a gazillion props here, which is a beautiful thing. What, oh, there you go, top 10 pick. Overall picks, top 10 pick. So you're betting on this guy being picked in the top 10. Duh. All right, so if you go down and scroll down to our guy, where is he there? Uh, Devontae Smith. You could find him, and now he's not there. Ah, Oh, no, there he is. Plus 105. You think Devontae Smith is going to be uh, taken in the top 10? You can get value. Plus 105. Ooh, that's not too bad, Scott. What's the problem with that? Well, if you go to player over under, which is the very next icon, and you scroll down and you find Devontae Smith, and you know where they have him? Over-under, well, it's got to be 10, right? 11 and a half. And if you take the under 11 and a half, it's plus 124. Well, wait a minute. You just sit through saying if, if he's a top 10 pick, I can make that bet at plus 105. Why would I take the plus 105 for top 10 when I can have top 11 at plus 124? And the answer is exactly. <laughs> so even on... The same website, love finding these things. I know FanDuel hates me for it, but I'm here to help you. I'm not doing it. I'm here to help you guys. So shop around. Don't, don't take the Devontae Smith. Will it be a top 10 pick at plus 105? Take the Devontae Smith over-under pick at 11 and a half at, at 124. You're getting yourself one extra position, and you're getting yourself, you know, 19 extra points. So, and I know, and oh, by the way, I do love that pick. The, 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 he is not lasting to 12. No way. This kid can fly. He, he is, uh, 
you know, whether he's going to be a great NFL player or not, maybe you can make the debate. I think he will. Uh, it's not about size. We've seen enough of these guys. The, the wide open offense and everything else, the spread out offense, you don't have to be a giant. Um, I would be very surprised if he lasted until the 12th overall pick. Really surprised. So, And you want to give me plus 124 on that? Oh, love that. Love under 11 and a half. Uh, Najee Harris, under 24 and a half. I told you, I got him 12 going to Philadelphia. Um, so, I, you know, that, that might be a tad early in that if you want him, you might trade down. But the key here for that stuff is there's not that many great running backs this year. And you already have the thinking, well, I can get a decent running back in rounds three, four, and five anyway. Uh, and there's not that many. So I, I have to hop on the ones I think and know are going to be great. Harris and ATN, and then I could kind of wait for all the others. You know, it, like wide receiver, you got about four or five wide receivers that are terrific. Not as great as last year, but you have a few of them, right? But running backs, you don't have that luxury. There's basically two guys. So I don't think he would last past 24. I really don't. So I, I like that one a lot. Ian Book, Notre Dame quarterback. Maybe it's a homer pick. Maybe. Under 207 and a half. That, that puts him at early second round, uh, mid to early second round <clears throat> with all the compensatory picks. I don't, I don't think he's going to last past the fifth round. Um, could be wrong, but he, he's a pretty good quarterback. Notre Damer, a lot of contacts you know, around the league. I, I think he's going before early sixth. Uh, over 18.5 offensive players. When I did my mock draft, it turned out to be a little bit closer than what I thought, but I still think you're going to get 19 offensive players. Um, I, I thought originally around 2021, but eh, uh, the, the, the things turned to run dry. I don't think there are that many great offensive linemen this year, so I'm still going to go over, though, 18.5 offensive players. Uh, now here's where you're going to have to lay the wood. Running backs. Do you think one running back will be taken? Minus 460. You know what? Who's laying minus 460? I am. I think it's the lock of the draft. I, I would be shocked. I really would just be so surprised uh, if there was not at least one running back taken. Um, I, I know that they, they, they you know, save those things for later on, but the draft this year is not exactly deep. It really isn't. So he's going. Uh, one of those two, if not, and I think both will. You know, if you could find a prop of one and a half and lower the odds down, I think ATN and Harris both go in the first round. Wide receivers, again, you got to lay the wood, but I told you, you know, be prepared for this stuff. Um, I don't see how five wide receivers aren't going in the first round. I mean, we got four automatically off the board that they could go in the top 12. So you got to lay minus 370. I am going to go under six and a half offensive linemen. I don't think there'll be seven offensive linemen taken in the first round. Dallas, first player taken, linebacker 10 to 1. I do think they take Parson. I know that Sean Lee retired, Van Der Esch, and, and all the other Smith, you know, they're always, always injured. The Dallas defense was a sieve last year. I think that 10 to 1, that's not a bad little play. Denver, cornerback, I, I have them taking the corner. So 5 to 1, you're getting on the Broncos with FanDuel. Green Bay, this, this is just a quirky little thing, but. All the criticism they took last year for not taking a wide receiver, wouldn't it be funny if they took one this year? <laughs> you know, And this year the criticism would be, well, you're not really taking it for Aaron Rodgers. You're, you're taking it for Jordan Love, the backup, who you really want to take over. So uh, just a little hunch, goofy play. Plus 170, halfway decent odds on Green Bay taking a wide receiver. 
Interesting fan duel. Who's going to get drafted first, Trey Lance or Justin Fields? And they have Trey Lance as a minus 144 favorite in that head-to-head matchup. Wow. You know, we look for guys who are dropping. Justin Fields is dropping. You know, now is he not going number three? No. And now supposedly the 49ers are considering Mac Jones and Trey Lance, that they've eliminated Justin Fields from the equation. I don't know if it's the epilepsy thing. I don't know if it's the Ohio State thing. But not only is he dropped out of the number three running, according to FanDuel, uh, again, head-to-head with Trey Lance, uh, you can get odds on Fields being drafted first. They have Lance at minus 144. That's... It's like, wow, that, there's your guy. There's your guy. Poor guy. You know, I, I wonder if it would ever get to the point, and this is going to sound goofy, but not really. I wonder if it would get to the point if Fields goes like 12, 13, 14, 15, that recruiters anyway, I know will do this, that quarterbacks will say, no, I'm not going to Ohio State. You guys have had superstar after superstar after superstar. And yet none of them pan out in the NFL, and now the guys aren't even getting drafted because I went to Ohio State. I wonder if that would keep guys away from Ohio State. Opposite picks coming up next. Since you were a- SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody Beats the boys in Vegas. Got a six-pack of winners for you tonight. We'll start in the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks are laying 13 at Houston. Maybe the best team in the East versus the worst team in the West. Now, you would think the Bucks would have a cakewalk tonight, and uh, I'm not expecting that, but I that would be too easy, God forbid. But I am pretty certain they're going to end up winning this thing going away. May have to sweat just a little. Remember, the, the Rockets obviously suck to begin with, but no John Wall. He's done for Houston. They're really going to be limited. Bucks are good for 125 points, so are the Rockets really going to get about 115 without John Wall? I doubt it. Milwaukee's trying to catch the Nets for the number one seed in the East, despite what the Greek freak who uh, said uh, earlier this week about not caring. You know what? I, I think Milwaukee wins this one by 20 points. We may not get a Utah, you know, Sacramento situation like last night, but I, I think the Bucks win by 20 when everything is said and done. Love Milwaukee laying only 13. Give me the Rockets plus the 13. Pick number two, Minnesota laying five against Golden State. Under normal circumstances, I would be automatically all over Golden State after the Warriors got smoked by 30 their last time out. But these are normal circumstances. These Warriors just aren't that good to be able to turn it on and off like that. Not these Warriors. And since the Angela Russell's return this month to Minnesota, the once pathetic teacups are actually 7-6, and six, including 5-2 and two their last seven. They're on a rare, rare, rare three-game win streak. I mean, throw in the revenge factor for Russell, who was let go by Golden State after last year. 
You know what? Uh, forget the five. I, I think Minnesota wins this thing outright. And Minnesota's getting five. I think they're laying five. They're actually getting five. Golden State has no business being a road favorite. Love uh, the Timberwolves to actually win outright. Give me Golden State minus the five. Pick number three, New Orleans laying nine at OKC. Yeah, Thunder snapped their 14-game losing streak, beating the Celtics the other night. That's not going to keep me from playing against them again. Celtics are gutless, and the Wolves isn't gutless. They're just dumb. Uh, they can't lose here. No way. I mean, OKC is now 2-16 straight up, 5-17 against the spread. It's last 18 games. I mean, the chances of this biggest waste of human flesh in NBA uniforms winning two in a row are next to impossible. No way OKC wins. Love New Orleans. Give me OKC plus the nine. Pick number four, Denver laying four versus Toronto. Hits keep coming for the Nuggets who look to continue their winning ways against the Raptors uh, who have to be exhausted. <coughs> they played their entire season on the road. They're 10 games under 500 in real road games, not the ones in Florida, which is their designated home. Denver's won 11 of 12 at home after last night's two-point win. They're cooking since Jamal Murray went down. Real 6-0, and it really started before that. Now 27-5 their last 32 games. They are not letting Toronto come into Denver and win. No way, no. I love the Nuggets. Again, laying only four against a team that's 10 games under 500. What are you kidding me? Give me Toronto plus the four. Pick number five. Stanky's laying a buck seventy at Baltimore. Uh, you know, listen, I hope I'm wrong with this pick, but this Baltimore team stinks. They haven't shown any ability to hang with the Stanks except for that first game of the series. After last night's blowout Yankee win, the Reuters don't even need a visit from Alex Rodriguez and Jason Giamma to get them going. They own the Birds. 27-5 and versus Baltimore, their last 32 games, with 23 of those 27 wins coming by two runs or more. Good gravy. Topeka High would have a better chance of beating the Stanks. Love, love, love New York laying less than 2-1 to one against Baltimore. Give me Baltimore plus the 150. Pick number six, Minnesota laying a buck 40 against St. Louis. Yeah, we're going to hop right back on the wild who somehow or another blew a 3-1 lead last night, third period, and lost to the same Blues team. But that said, you know, if this was Vegas, Colorado, Washington, Tampa Bay, the NHL world would be buzzing. But instead, it's the Minnesota Wild. Who cares, right? But even with their loss last night, Wild 16-2 their last 18 home games, first loss in nine games. They're one of the hottest teams in the NHL. Uh, no way, no way in the world do they lose two in a row at home. No, you'd have to be the biggest mope, moron, muttonhead, meathead, mush, bird brain, basket case, blowhard, dunstim with dork, dope, fool, twit, jackass in the world to expect that to happen and put American money on St. Louis. Give me St. Louis plus the 120. Our opposite picks, little six-pack, smorgasbord, NBA. We're going to go with the Houston Rockets, plus 13 against Milwaukee. Golden State laying five against Minnesota. OKC, plus nine against New Orleans. Toronto, plus four against Denver. Baseball, Orioles, plus 150 against the Stankies. And uh, NHL, St. Louis Blues, looking to make it two in a row over Minnesota, plus 120 over the wild in Minnesota. Opposite picks on this Thursday, April 29th.
Right, there you go. Post them on the website as we always do. Uh, yesterday, uh, rough going with our opposite picks as uh, yours truly picked out a bunch of winners for us. Uh, we did win with Cleveland plus two, did win with New Orleans plus four. So we started out 2-0, and but uh, all downhill from there as uh, Sacramento got crushed. Uh, we had them opposite pick plus nine. Bulls get crushed by the Knicks, loser. Colorado on the ice, loser. And then Colorado in baseball, loser. So uh, two and four, uh, it happened. Still up, uh, still 14 games over 500, 13 games over 500 uh, on the season. All right, let us go to all the things that we like to do before we close up shop here. First up, our uh, six-team uh, parlays. We lost on both. We started new ones after finishing out one as a winner the other day. So we started two last night, both both tough losses. Uh, I figured at worst we'd get a split out of this, but we had Denver laying four. They win by only two, so that's a loser. And then we had the Wild on the ice laying a buck 40-3-1 lead third period. They can't hold on. They lose. So we're 2-11 and 11 with our parlays. Uh, still a positive uh, $3,396. Not too bad. They're not going to win all these. We're going to start two again tonight. We're going to go with a prop one. And a regular one. Regular one, we're going to go with the Stankies, uh, minus 170 against Baltimore. Uh, that Oriole team stinks, and, and they just they don't beat the Yankees. They just don't. And then we're going to go with a prop one. Um, I don't like putting two in here. I don't, you don't like to push these things, but uh, eh, why not? We're up playing with house money. So we're going to go with over Karis Levert and then over Taylor Hall. Uh, Boston Bruin, and I'll explain why in a second. But those two are going to be in prop number uh, 15, uh, uh, parlay number 15, as we keep track of these things. So Stanky's in one, and then we're going to go minus 170, and then we're going to go over Karis LeVert point total for Indiana Pacers, and then over uh, two and a half shots on goal, Taylor Hall. I don't know what the LeVert number is. The FanDuel hasn't have a, doesn't have it posted. It, it should be around 18, 19 and a half. Why are we going to do with that? Uh, go there? Well, uh, first up, let us go to our uh, pyramid of winners. And this is we take the best play of every sport, including props, and try and find one play if you just want to isolate one versus uh, you know playing three, four, five, or six. Uh, we're going to start with the one. We're going to go with the, you know, I, I'm not in love with, with, with Milwaukee. That is a huge, huge, huge number. Uh, so where are we going to go? Um you know, uh, we're going to go right back on Denver. Uh, why not? Maybe, maybe we're, we're, you know, risking things here. But they really should have won by double digits last night. They are playing very well. So give me Denver minus the four at home against Toronto, which is, you know, they're 10 games under 500. So give me Denver minus the four. Our prop is going to be Levert. Remember, he used to be a Brooklyn net. He's been on fire for Indiana. Big game. They're taking on the Nets tonight. Should be a high-scoring game. So there is no reason why Karis LeVert should not get at least 20 points, really. So let's go over Karis LeVert. Baseball, the one play, Stanky's minus the 170. Hockey, one play, over six, New Jersey, Philadelphia. Flyers are just an over machine, especially at home. Uh, they just score a ton of goals. They give up a ton of goals. They're 30-18 and 18 over on the season, including 16-6 and six at home. New Jersey stinks. Uh, but they do play Philadelphia well. Their games always go over against the Flyers, so give me that. Uh, we're also going to go over two and a half props uh, shots on goal for Taylor Hall. 
Uh, remember, we play him, especially against his former club, Buffalo. He's hit his total against Buffalo every game. No reason for him not to get three tonight. So over two and a half, Taylor Hall. I love that play. And then if you're only going to play one, probably the Stanks. You know, they're not, they just don't lose to Baltimore. I know they lost the first game of the series, but they just own the birds. I gave you the numbers there with the opposite pick. So that'll be, uh, if you're really just playing one, 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 that would be the one. Uh, last night, we lost with Denver, laying four. They won by two. Hit the Michael Porter prop. I told you, i got to play that every time. Uh, hit with the Giants in baseball. Um, missed with Minnesota uh, in the NHL. And I had that down as a winner, too. Fudge. Uh, we, didn't ever, we never got back to doing a prop. I lost my power yesterday. We put my house generator in, so I never had a chance to post those things. And then we had Denver as our plan, only, only one. So, unfortunately, uh, we lost on that one. Couldn't hold on to a 10-point lead with a minute left. Ugh, as they only win by two. So, trend games. Uh, NHL went 1-2 and two last night. Uh, lost with Minnesota. Won with Vegas. Lost with the Kings, who somehow lost to Anaheim. So, 1-2 and two for a minus 200. Tough week for trends in the NHL. Only 2-7 and seven for minus 715. Uh, tonight, we got four for you. Got Tampa Bay laying a buck 70 against Dallas. Tampa Bay 19-6 and six at home. You got Philadelphia minus a buck thirty against New Jersey. I know they just lost to the Devils, but the bottom line is New Jersey is still one and fourteen in their last fifteen games. Going to go under five and a half Islanders Rangers. This might be the most underappreciated stat and unknown stat out there. Islanders are twenty and four under on the road this year. You know, without any pushes thrown, twenty and four. They just don't give up any goals on the road. And an Islander Ranger series is notoriously under. I, you know, I, I could have considered that for my hockey play, to tell you the truth. But uh, then uh, right back on Minnesota, minus a buck forty versus St. Louis. You know, Wild still seventeen and five at home, fifteen and two their last seventeen games. So let's try. I don't, I don't think St. Louis is going to beat them back to back. So there, your hockey stuff. Uh, NBA trends. Uh, last night went uh, two one and one. Uh, one with the over 230 Utah Sacramento is, uh, you know, the Jazz nearly scored 100, uh, 231 points themselves. One with the Knicks laying five and a half against the Bulls. Got a push on the under 223 Lakers, Washington, and then Cleveland uh, lost. So two and one overall. That brings the mark to five, to, 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 to five, six and one for the week. Uh, we got three for you tonight. Over Brooklyn Indy, Nets 19 and 12 over on the road. Milwaukee laying to 13 against the Rockets, who are atrocious against the spread, 7 and 32 last 39. And then uh, New Orleans uh, laying the nine against OKC Thunder, 5 and 13 against the spread, their last 18 games. So right back to the well with that. All right, we'll close up shop. We'll update the poll questions and everything else. Opposite picks on Thursday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, let us uh, check out our poll questions one more time before we are through. Ran a couple of them today. Rare that we do two, but, uh, you know, with so much going on, we had to. Uh, first up, first non-quarterback taken in tonight's NFL draft will be and uh, Florida tight end Kyle Pitts at 65%. He's the overwhelming favorite on FanDuel, by the way, to be taken with the fourth overall choice. They have odds on who's going to be taken in which position. And, uh, you know, he, he's a minus, uh, I think it was minus 250 to go four, whether it's the Falcons or whether someone else moves up. Uh, I have him going to the Falcons at four, but I didn't think it would be that overwhelming of a choice, but he has emerged for sure. So he's getting 65% of the vote. Uh, the Oregon offensive lineman Sewell getting 17. Any wide receiver, seven and a half. And then uh, 10 people voting for uh, your truly Mr. Vegas. I appreciate those votes, guys. Uh, rare double-double. Our second poll question, worst quarterback move? By a club to fill its starting position this offseason. Uh, Bears signing Andy Dalton, 71.5% of the vote. Uh, Carolina getting Sam Darnold, 17. Denver getting Teddy Bridgewater yesterday, 8.5. And then uh, Washington signing Ryan Fitzpatrick, a mere 2%. People all just, they, they love Ryan Fitzpatrick after last season. It is amazing how he's kind of turned his whole image around for sure. You want a decent little prop that, that gives you, you know, I gave you all the prop plays uh, pertaining to the draft, most laying odds. I, I think your absolute best, 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 best play is uh, running backs, uh, will someone be drafted in the first round, minus 460. I know you got to lay the wood on that, and it's a, but uh, I, I think there will be. I really do love Devontae Smith, under 11.5, plus 124 as well. And If you want to have some fun over-under quarterbacks taken in the first round, uh, over 4.5, which I think there will be at plus 440, you know? Uh, I wouldn't put a whole unit on it, but you want to put a couple of shekels at almost uh, four and a half to one. Why not? Enjoy the draft. We'll be back tomorrow to break it all down. Be safe. Opposite Picks Thursday, Sports Grid Radio, Series 6, 7, 204.